Blog Talk Radio. Do, do what you want to. Riveting story. 
Slaughter graduated from Verbum Day High School in Watts, a school with one of the top 10 most successful basketball teams of all time. In 1972, Dwight Slaughter was voted number one high school player in the country by Sports Magazine. Slaughter was interviewed by sports reporter legend Howard Cosell on his popular show Sports Beat and in his book I Never Played the Game. 60 Minutes anchor Morley Schaefer, John Chancellor from World News Nightly, ESPN, and Sports Illustrated named Slaughter one of the top 100 basketball players in the state of California. Slaughter's gripping memoir takes the reader into his personal life of abuse, betrayal, and murder. Get his book now on Amazon, iTunes, and Barnes & Noble, Inner City Strength. Ladies, 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 Slim Goody Magazine is looking for you. Ever think about being a model? People say you should be a model? Well, Slim Goody Magazine is looking for you. Submit three photos and your contact information to lookatmecasting at gmail.com and info at slimgoodymag.com. That's lookatmecasting at gmail.com and info at slimgoodymag.com. Or give us a call at 770-744-4335. You must be crazy if you think anyone is going to buy your music unless you tell them about it. You'd have to be insane to think radio TV spots to promote what you do don't work. This isn't a sales pitch. It's reality. Are you going to get left behind again? Or are you going to promote your event, album, movie, tour, artist, or whatever with the targeted radio spots from CoolVoiceMedia.com? Our spots are hot. Check them out. Nothing slams a deep down body thirst better than Gatorade. See Beyonce Knowles live in performance on her biggest tour ever. Move Jazz. Anita Baker. Burger King introduces the new Hickory Bacon Cheddar Burger. Monday, December 6th on Cinemax. We will write, produce, and get your spot on the radio. Now that's cool. Listen, when it comes to promotion, the answer is coolvoicemedia.com. Anything else is just crazy. Real Talk with Lee brings you the latest news, sports, fashion, and politics. Get ready for celebrity guests, notable entertainment, corporate and political industry personalities all here for you. On Real Talk with Lee and Jaguar, coming up next. I got. Oh. All right, this is uh, almost finished Friday's here on uh, Real Talk with Lee. We have our first guest in the building. We have uh, Gene Robinson. Uh, Gene, how you doing today? Doing well. How are you, Lee? Oh, I'm hanging in there. And, um,. <clears throat> For the listeners who don't know who Gene Robinson is, could you tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm a North, uh, Northern Illinois, and um, I work as a uh, personal performance coach for, well, since uh, April 2004, and um, I currently um, have a book published on Kindle. And um, I have lots and lots and lots of cool things to share. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, um, 
what led you to um to, to write a book? Like, is that something you always, you know, knew you would do, or did different life experience lead you down to putting out a book? Well, uh, I believe what Zig Ziglar said when he said that you can get everything in life that you want if you help enough other people get what they want, and there's just not enough hours in a day. So I figured by writing a book, I could help a bunch more people get what they want, which is ultimately peace and harmony, right? I, I would think so. Definitely. And how did you get to that point? Because in your body, you, you know, you said that you were, you know, a very angry man. Like, how did you find that peace? Go from being a very angry man to finding that peace. Well, I learned and studied uh, from uh, October um, 2003 to that April date, um, what's called energy therapy. And my first client was me. And um, as a natural progression of working, came to see me as a coach, they wanted real things they could do. They didn't want me to say, think positive and send them away. And so I developed um, techniques and exercises for people to do. And when I wrote the book, I just put all that stuff in the book. It seemed like a natural progression to write a book about it. Oh, yeah, I completely understand. You know what I mean? Um, he, he said something about um, you had um, to master some positive thinking, you know, something about 90 days. Could you tell us a little bit about that, you know, how you were able to master your thinking and, you know, what was like the process of the 90 days, you know, say if someone else was, you know, thinking like, man, I need to make a change in my life. You know, what are some of the steps towards that? Well, the first thing you do when you write a book, is, well, starting back at at the um, exercises and techniques. I learned a technique called EFT, where we use our fingertips to stimulate uh, energy chakras that acupuncture puts needles in. But we do it when something is bothering us, like anger, fear, resentment, or guilt. Um, these are very damaging emotional things, and it also works on physical things. I can lower my blood pressure and um, end pain um, and things like that. Um, exercises, uh, I have a four-step uh, process by where a person can gain control over their eating and actually lose weight. And I used these myself and went from 260 pounds down to about 130 pounds. Oh, okay. Hey, I, I can dig it. Were you like, um, were you, um, was that part of like a, a some sort of weight plan? Or was that due to like stress or what caused that, you know, weight loss exactly? Well, what it is is four steps. First, I'll give you the steps. If you want to take notes, um, you know, then you'd have First, you eat when you're hungry. Second, 
you eat the foods you like. You don't have to go order special diet foods. Third, you savor your food. And fourth, you stop when your body says you've had enough. You don't eat until you are miserable. So it's just four why do you think steps. it's people that yeah why do you think people uh, why do you, why do you think like people like overeat and, and stuff and or, or or don't follow these simple steps because they seem you know like it seems like it would be like common sense to do these things why do you think people don't follow these rules? Well, um, there are uh, companies that sell special food that make boatloads of money every year and. The problem is, is when we go back on regular food, we just gain our weight back. So we need to modify our eating habits so that we can lose weight and keep the weight off. I've had my, I've been at 130 pounds now since 1994. Since 1998, the same exact weight. Your weight hasn't fluctuated since 94. Well, I don't have. Um, if I fluctuate, I fluctuate from 125 pounds to 130 pounds, but I'm staying right in the same area now for, well, since 1994, so that's, what, 11 years? Um, yeah, somewhere about, somewhere around, uh, 1994, 2005, yeah. Wow. And that is by following those, uh, just follow them simple steps, you're able to do that, because I know a lot of people, you know, a lot of people struggle with weight, uh, you know, weight loss and stuff like that, you know, daily. You know what I mean? You have people out here that um, it seems like no matter what they do, they just can't share the pound or they just can't keep the weight off. You know what I mean? Yes. They, they, and that, that's the beauty of these four steps. A lot of people struggle with weight because they, um, in their desk drawer at work or in their um, toolbox, they've got all kinds of snacks. And um, they don't they don't change their eating habits. Um, you can do an experiment. You can invite some people over for a big breakfast. Make them some uh, eggs and pancakes and hash browns and sausage and work at cleaning up all the, everything on their plate. Because that's what our parents told us to eat everything on our plate. In my house, if I didn't eat everything on my plate at dinner, it was for me at breakfast all cold and nasty. But mm-hmm. by modifying by modifying your eating habits and eat when you're hungry, eat the food you like, and what you're gonna find is if you like macaroni and cheese and you make it out of a box, when you do step three, which is savor your food, put your fork down and, and chew the chew the food and, and, and savor the flavors, you're gonna find out box and cheese taste process. I want to modify that into something you like. And the third thing is eat, stop eating when you had enough. Um, a man who goes out and works, or a woman, and works hard physically every day needs more than someone who sits in a chair and does podcast interviews, right? Um, so by doing those four steps, you change your eating habits, 
and and the weight will come off, and and surprisingly fast too. That experiment I was talking about, taking people over for that big breakfast, and clean up their plates, and then invite them over the next week. Only this time, give them blindfolds, and you'll notice that they all leave food on their plates. Oh wow! Our parents, our parents told us. Um, to clean up our plates. That taught us to eat with our eyes. Our eyes don't know when and when, when we've had enough. So how many times do you eat and go, oh, I feel miserable, and you undo the button on your pants, you know? <laughs> yeah, usually during the holidays, you know, like Thanksgiving or something like that, or, you know, usually we tend to definitely overeat, you know, Thanksgiving and stuff like that. Yeah. And so by... Um, modifying our eating habits and learning when, what it feels like when our body says, oh, I've had enough. Okay, that will come from our body, our tummy up to our brain, and it will tell us. And once you know that, see, when you take your eyes out of it, you will feel that. And And then you can learn what that feels like, and then you have a weight loss program that will change your eating habits and you will lose weight. I've had clients okay, that I've had clients that uh have went to work and tossed out those candy bags and, and those snack bags that they had in the desk and, and tool wall uh toolbox um in the mm-hmm. garbage. And they um started eating healthy as their body, as they were in tune with what their body wanted, like maybe some vegetables, um, eat a green green thing once in a while. I, I should take my own advice in that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it, it changes your reality of how you eat because now you're eating when you're hungry. And you stop eating when you're when when you get the signal, because you know what? If you're hungry again, step one is eating. So you never have to worry about going hungry, eating tasteless <clears throat> food that comes in the mail. <laughs> Just step one is eating. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of people. I don't know. You know, you have metabolism and stuff like that, and in certain ways. You know, a lot of people just, you know, don't, don't, um, they'll say, okay, I'm just going to, um, my diet will be, I just won't eat. And then when they do finally eat, they end up just eating way too much because they've been, you know, starving their body of food. And then, you know, honestly, your your body's kind of going to hang on to, you know, all the fat because everybody's in, you know, uh, I need to store the food mode, if you know what I'm saying, because you've been starving yourself. So then when the body does finally get food, they're going to really hang on to all those, you know, nasty fats and things you shouldn't be having in your sip because the body, you know, it's, it's about survival. The body's like, I got to store this food. I got to store this fat because I don't know when, you know, I'm going to eat again. <laughs> well, but when, when when you follow the steps, um, you will be in tune to what your body's really telling you. Sometimes if we go to the refrigerator and we see the lunch meat and the lettuce and tomato and onion we go, oh, I'm going to have a sandwich. Okay, that's our conscious brain saying I'm going to eat, even though I'm not hungry, right? 
and mm-hmm. we we want to eat when we're hungry, when our body's saying, I need food. And then we want to eat what we like. I'll give you an example of that. When I did it, um, the box macaroni and cheese tasted processed. So we um, now we do a baked macaroni and cheese with chipotle pepper powder and sausage and onions and roux, and it's very tasty. It's it's one of my favorite foods. And I eat it, you know, every couple months, not every day. Though, because of leftovers, I might eat it twice in a row. Um, once we once we change our eating habits, then our weight starts to come off, and we can enjoy what we enjoy. Just don't enjoy it, you know, every day. Um, I do not have to watch what I eat at all because mm-hmm. my eating habits have been changed for since 1994. And it's kind of funny. I did see a guy on TV that had almost the same steps, only he called them rules. And I don't know about you, but where I come from, rules are something to break. I call them steps because anybody can take steps. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that is in the book. That whole process. In fact, there's a fifth step. If you eat when you're sad only, or if you eat because of emotional triggers, you can use that EFT technique to deactivate. When you smell um. Popcorn butter as soon as you walk into the movie, you know you get it, it triggers you to want some popcorn. You may not be hungry, but smell that popcorn, then it um, you, all of a sudden you want to go buy something, you know. Well, I eat popcorn with real butter on it. Okay, I just I eat a a nice little bowl of it, and um, because once that little bowl of it, I know that my body's saying, that's enough popcorn with butter. You go to the movie and you buy the big old tub of popcorn and have to eat it all the way down to the bottom because dad saying, clean up your plate, clean up your plate, clean up your plate. Mm-hmm. And so um, our mind is so soft to finish everything. That, that, that has a lot to do with it too. Yes. Now, when when I learned um, this energy therapy, I first used it on my feet. They hurt it, hurt. And so when I used that technique on my feet and the pains, I said, wow, this stuff works. I don't know how it works or why it works, but it works. And so then I dragged out them, my baggage, you know, the baggage we all dragged through life with us. And I opened them up, and I used the technique on anything uh, negative that was in those bags. See, life itself is positive. And when things happen to us that are negative, that dis 
affects our positive energy, which is life, the way it's supposed to be lived. Uh, and my because I did it over two days, my change was so rapid and so uh, so profound that when I wake woke up every day for six months, I did not feel I was in my skin. Uh, before I did that, I was an angry man. I haven't been angry uh, since 2004. I mean, 2000, uh, October 2003. So um, what I'm experiencing now is when I wake up in the morning, I feel uh, my first thought is thank you, and then I feel an expectant attitude that today is going to be better than yesterday, and I'll tell you what, you having me on your show makes today better than yesterday. How about that? There you go. There you go. Good thinking. Yeah. And um, it's um, – I let, let me get on my soapbox for a minute, okay? Right. It is your birthright to gather as much of the good life to yourself using both hands. It's your birthright. Because you are human and you breathe, that's the only reason, and and that that's what gives you the right to go after it with zealousness, to go after it, doing everything you can do to get it. Oh, okay, now I can come off my soapbox. I believe that fundamentally. I had clients that been told all their life that they're useless, never amount to anything. And so when they when they grow up and they try to do something, that movie plays for them, I'm useless, I can't do this, and it never works. When you break that cycle, you remove that block, and that person reaches their full potential. What different type of clients do you have? Oh, I had all kinds of clients. I worked with some sports people, golfers particularly. You know, in sports, they say it's 10% physical and 90% um, mental. And um, if a team loses all the time, they can get in a game and they can be ahead and the other team starts coming back and they go, oh, no, here we go again. That's a losing syndrome. And by working with them, we can then deactivate that losing um, syndrome, and then they can go out and win consistently. Um, I worked with clients who had anger, worked with clients who had fear, resentment, guilt. Resentment and guilt is held in the body and can contribute to pain and even disease because they are so unhealthy. And we know about anger. When you become angry, uh, the veins on your forehead um, pop, your blood pressure rises. There have been instances where people have gotten so angry they drop dead of a heart attack. So it's no good being angry. And fear, when, when we fear rats and mice, we see a mouse and we jump on the table and shake. We, we know it's not rational. The mouse can't. But when triggered... We're frozen with fear. 
I had a client one time that um, had gotten a promotion at work, and she, um, if she thought about sitting in front of people and talking to them, um, you could see her fear. She just, you know, didn't like that. And we started using the technique on her fear, and pretty soon she started getting excited about her new public speaking job. And she went on after that and became the company's national spokesperson. Her days were filled with public speaking. The cool thing about this is once we take care of fear or anger or resentment or guilt, once we do that, that button is rendered deactivated and will never bother us again. Something that happened to us at age 10 that makes us made us cry and very, very, very hurt or sad, at age 40, when the button is pushed, we fight back tears and feel terrible again because our minds are excellent recorders and record not only what happened but our exact uh, emotional reaction to it. And these things are what disrupt the positive energy of life. The only side effect is peace and harmony. And I have that in my life. Yeah, I know we all searching for that. <laughs> Some type of peace and harmony. Sometimes it gets overwhelming. I have no con- conflicts with anyone. I um, I generally respect everyone. I accept them for who they are, even if they are way different than me. If they are so different from me that we can't be friends, then we just go our separate ways. Um, but they have the right to believe and do what they want to do as long as it does not hurt other people. Mm-hmm. So who am I to say, believe the way that I believe, because I'm right and you're wrong. That that that, that makes no sense to me. Yeah, um, I agree. We are, we are uniquely individual in the way we think. And I'll tell you another thing. The process to change our reality starts with the way we think. And that changes how we talk. How we think and talk changes what we do. There's an exercise um, called out of the box in the book. that, And I used it with clients. Um, that changes your attitude from the inside out. So you don't have to worry about thinking this way or that way. The problem with changing negative thinking to positive thinking, if you remember to say two things positive, then you're back in, into your negative thinking. This way, what happens as you do the exercise, you change from the inside out, and if you do the exercise for 90 days, people will tell you, you're so different. And then I'd move them into the technique to remove the blocks to stand in their way of reaching their potential. All four sessions of things they could 
quite honestly, most of them went through the exercise and in um, 90 days, if they would do it for 90 days, we would get through the all the sessions. But a lot of times they would um, do the exercise for 30 days and then learn the technique and then they'd say, thank you very much, and be on their way to a whole new reality. I'm sure a lot of um, supermodels or actors probably use it too. I went to a um, anger workshop one time uh, given by a church, and I was sitting next to a lady. I could feel her anger. So when they broke for cookies and coffee, I asked the woman if she'd like to learn uh, a relaxation technique that might help her with her anger, and she said, sure. So there in the middle of the workshop, I let her in the uh, peak, and as I looked around, there were a few other people doing it with us. The people that ran the workshop was witness to this, and they asked me to leave and never come back. <laughs> See? I guess, I guess you were making a big difference that quick. Yeah. So what they thought was, this guy hangs around, we won't have any clients. <laughs> they didn't realize that if you get fast results, everybody counties around would send their anger management, their anger people to your management, anger management. If this good for everybody, why would they kick you out like that, you know? That wasn't your intention, you know? And the, the real thing is when you take any kind of an emotional thing, uh-huh. Or physical things. I had a client that had fibromyalgia in her shoulders, and they oh, said wow. I could nothing about it. Okay, so I um, what I did was I um, and once it's taken care of, the thing that made you angry or fearful or it is taken care of. It will never bother you again. The lady with fibromyalgia, we had to chase the pain out of her body. It went from her shoulders to her lower back, uh, to her butt, and then down into her legs and eventually out her feet. And she never experienced that pain again. It's, it's amazing to me still. If somebody asked you about, um, you know, uh, like a person with uh, Down syndrome or something like that, what, how would you go about trying to help them, one, and, and what would be the process in trying to help that person? Well, I mean, Cause I, would, I don't think it's like a physical pain maybe, but, you know, maybe their mind is not all the way there, or I, I don't really know how to judge on what basis to, you know, um, help them. You understand what I'm saying? There was a... Um, person with Tourette syndrome, mm-hmm. you know, where they just shout out things, yeah. and swear and, and call black men wearing sweaters purple niggers. And mm-hmm. um, their uh, caregiver knew this technique and worked with the um, person with Tourette syndrome. And he can now go out in the world and does not blurt out things. Oh, wow. Uh, now, I'm not sure about 
um, other things that are um, you know genetic. Right, right, right. That's what 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 can be done other than during their genetics, which would mm-hmm. change who they are. But I do know that there was a guy that fell from the top of a grain bin down to the bottom and, uh, and compressed his spine when he was 10 years old. Later in life, he developed uh, MS and eventually was in a wheelchair, and they told him he'd never walk again. He used this technique and said, you should have seen the doctor's jaw hit the floor when I walked in for my appointment. Um, so if things have happened to us, now, with genetics, I'll tell you what, this technique will never hurt. So if someone has uh, Down syndrome or something and you can work with them um, doing some energy therapy, you might be able to improve some of the symptoms. But if you break something, as long as you get it reset, the pain of healing um, can be deactivated. And um, with pain, sometimes you have to chase it. I had a client who had pain in her shoulder, and then it went to her back and um, chest. And her first inclination was to go to the doctor and but we chased it and it went out of her back and chest um, down to her legs and eventually out the bottom of her feet so you have to keep after it when it's things the guy in the wheelchair did not use the technique and jump right up well but it probably did maybe a couple of months, but what other choice did he have? Right. What can, uh, what can our listeners expect from you in the future? Pardon? What can our listeners expect from you in the future? Or what do you, what do you got planned or, you know, what's your next step? Well, once you deactivate negative emotion buttons, um, improve physical conditions, is to live life to its fullest, reaching your full potential. I mean, the the future is open to you then. There's no other processes to it. Now, you can, like in the book, we um, talk about the principles of the universe. You know, gravity is a principle of the universe, and if you um, understand it and are in alignment with it, it keeps the soup in your bowl. But if you're out of alignment with gravity, it can break your bones. And all the principles of the universe um, work for you or against you, depending on your alignment. Um, You know, it all starts with a grateful heart. Like I said, when I wake up, my first thought is thank you. If you look at nature and even how our bodies work, it's too orderly uh, to, to be an accident. Now, I'm not going to claim uh, where life came from or going to that at all, 
but I do know that when I see an accident, it usually is not orderly at all. If it's an accident in the house, it's spilt milk or burnt fish. Uh, if it's an accident out on the road, you know, people can die. Um, but it's not orderly. I've never seen an accident that benefits that. And, and that, by the way, is why they call most luck dumb luck. I mean, if, if you win the now, lottery... Now, say someone's listening and they want to get their hands on, you know, a copy of the book, uh, must, how should they do that? Um, how can they get the book and also tell the listeners how to, you know, reach out to you, say, see if they want to connect? Tell the best way to connect with you as well. Well, the best way to connect with me is um, email me. And to, to, to connect with me through email, my alter ego is Gino Morlam, all small letters, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And to um, find the book, currently it is only um, available on Amazon as a Kindle. However, I am um, currently um, seeking out funding uh, opportunities to publish it also in paperback and then go out on the road and go around and, and present it to people too. Oh, okay. So, now, um, I was going to ask, do you have anybody you wanted to uh, maybe thank uh, on the show, maybe mention or give a shout-out to somebody who may have, like, helped you along the way or, you know, you drew inspiration from, a mentor or, you know, you know someone well, who um, helped you along the journey? I am, um, I am going to do this. When I'm traveling around the country, um, mm-hmm. I am going to let people know, like if I'm up in Philadelphia or on the East Coast, I will let people know that are on the East Coast that I will be in that area. And if they would like to do a workshop, I would be more happy to do that. And on Skype, if they if they have Skype and they send me their Skype ID, um, I have a paper account, and we can work out a an arrangement um, for one-on-one um, coaching. And that doesn't matter, of course, with Skype, um, where you are in the world. It will work. Definitely, definitely, man. Well, um, we definitely got to uh, thank you for being a part of the show. Um, you know, y'all. You know, and any time you want to come back, just let us know. Um, we got to take a pause for the calls. Um, y'all keep it locked. It's um, it's real talk with Lee. We'll be right back. Motherfucker, we made it. Went to Howard University, got degree, graduated. I had the will to succeed. Guess me, Le became my Jada. This that boss man shit. Hold on, let me pick my J's up, let my test show. Pants sad, grab a lady ass if I want to. If you didn't know, rent run shit. I do what the hell I wanna do, right? Live life like fuck it, cause you only live once. 
It's some sexy girls that wanna get sexed out and what shit, tryna get some. Always on my toes, never had steps, turn a bucket to a bench, turn that bench to a jet. Is the mission, respect the pimpin' about my dough like I'm home assistant. Relax around you niggas, whack ass niggas, most rats chase cheese, put trash around niggas, don't know about y'all, throw plaques on my wall. How you wanna play when your ass don't know how to ball? Some people real, some people fake. Some people show love, but see, most motherfuckers hate. So when I cook up, the world gets shook up, shook up, shook up. Coming for your soul, man, better pick the holy. Think it's time for me to act the ass. Tax some cash or a laugh with the teller while she do the math. All because I did the motion, my grind so classic deserves it. Pardon me, I don't mean to boast, but the bullets from my mind's holster. Plus the style, homie. Got you looking foul while I ran one wild, homie. Oh, you don't know by now, I got hard. Mostly Will Smith and seven pounds, homie. Ha 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 ha. Nah, dog, I wouldn't ask the ha ha ha. Until I reached the ta ha ha ha. Element of surprise will make you not want to believe your eyes. Funny, most of y'all will believe the lies. I wish Tupac was still alive, so I bump hit him up. What? I'm a rude boy, ask Rihanna. Do she want to know if it's big enough? How silly am I to be fly, but you can't do it if you don't try and see. This rap shit is easy to me. All across the web, Lily is to see. Fuck smoky the bed, they ignite the tree. Top sweets and parry may be the life of me. Some people real, some people fake. Some people show love, but see, most motherfuckers hate. So when I cook up, the world gets shook up, shook up, shook up. Coming for your soul, man, better pick the holy book up. Alexander Clare. When Andrea is framed for murder, she discovers that divorce cannot sever the ties from a dangerous cult. Follow Boston Police Detective Jared Shield as he sets out to solve a murder and kidnapping, only to confront a vast conspiracy competing to produce the last Antichrist of world history. Against the backdrop of drama and intrigue, the Woods End characters come to see that demons are on their last assignments. Bible prophecy unfolds in real time, and Jesus Christ is at the door. Two books, Woods End, and the thrilling sequel, The Year Between the Woods. Download from Kindle, Nook, Screwpulp.com, or purchase the softcover at Amazon. Also by Alexander Clare, a work of nonfiction, discerning spirits, visionary gifts, and practice. Find it all at AlexanderClare.com. Hi there, I'm the X-Man, Xavier Paul. I'm a national network voiceover talent. You've heard my voice represent hundreds of brands and businesses for the past 15 years. Well, now it's your turn. You see, I understand how important it is to promote your business or event in the right way. That starts with quality radio spot production and the nation's top voiceover talent. As a business owner, you might wonder, how do I get started? What's the best approach? What voice talent do I use? And most importantly, can I do it affordably? That's why I created CoolVoiceRadio.com. At CoolVoiceRadio.com, I take you to the finish line, giving you everything you need to advertise effectively on the radio. And I'll walk you every step of the way with my personal one-on-one consultation. I'll help you create your concept, write your spot, Even choose your music and cast your voice talent and get it aired on the radio. Now that's cool. Email me today at info at coolvoiceradio.com or call 646-326-7800. That's 
800-242-7800 or info at C-O-O-L-V-O-I-C-E-R-A-D-I-O.com because nothing beats the right sound. All right, we're back on Almost Famous Friday. See on Real Talk with Lee. We have our um, next guest in the building. We have the... Um, we have the lovely Delilah, the Latina princess. Did, did I get it right? Yes, you did. You did perfect. How are you today, Lee? I'm I'm doing well. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Where are you calling from today? I'm from Chicago. You know, um, it's kind of chilly over here, a little rainy. <laughs> God damn it. But it's okay. We but we still love Chinatown over here. <laughs> <laughs> I can dig it now, Delilah. Um, for the listeners who may not know who Delilah, the Latina princess, is, can you tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, actually, uh, I got started. My first song was a um, salsa song. It turned into an uh, remix, uh, an EDM song, which is electric dance music. I had a different mm-hmm. producer take it. Um, I actually dreamt of this song. I woke up one day, and I had it in my dream, and I wrote it. And um, I had a Puerto Rican wonderful producer that believed in it and took it in. And then I had another producer that made it EDM, and that's how it started. So basically, I do a fusion of music. It's pretty much um, electronic dance. Uh, dance music with Spanish in it, Latin little flavors, and I also do Latin music too. I have a bachata out, an English bachata, and then I have a cumbia, and so it's just uh, different styles of Latin beats and music. And I'm seeing Spanish ensembles, or all Spanish, and some with Spanish and English. So, yeah, I like to uh, pretty much. My songs I did wrote myself, all except for the cumbia and two of hearts. Two of hearts. Uh, that I got the rights from Stacy Q's people to do the remix of the old Stacy Q's Two of Hearts. And then Willie Torres made it into a bachata, and so that's how that came about. Um, but um, everything else has been original, and basically it's been. Pretty much music uh, that I feel that that's happening in society that happens with me, and I just write it out and put feelings to it, and pretty much I come out with. Um, sometimes I'll think of it in a club or something. I'll be just listening or in a casino listening to beats or something, and mm-hmm. a melody will hit me with words, and I'll kind of sing it. And I was just walking one day and came out with. Um, a song sexy and that's kind of that actually charted in the hip hop chart and it came up to number 19 and um, that uh, was a little, little it sounds a little like hip hop reggaeton kind of like mm-hmm. so yeah so and um, my other song my first song feels so good which uh, played a lot in Chicago a lot of the DJs loved it um, that song I got about, um, I came up with because at that point I was having, I had something that really was epic in my life that really kind of blew me away emotionally and it was just hit me hard and I was kind of sad about it and I called one of my guy friends and he told me something and 
you know, to make me feel better. And the song is called Feel So Good, and it's just about, you know, when somebody's down, you've got your friend or your lover or your significant other that's there to lift you up and kind of give mm-hmm. you words and just kind of embrace you to, you know, help you to feel better and get you through that incident in your life that affected to, affected you maybe a little negatively. So, so yeah. Oh, I can dig it. Yeah, I can um, dig it. I can dig it. What, um, what, what made you, um, you know, what made you fall into this genre? What made you like really, uh, you know, love this genre of music? Because you know, there's so many different genres of music you could, you could, uh, I guess, do. Like, what led you to, you know, the whole being a Latino yeah. princess and the EDM music and everything. <laughs> You know, the funny, the funny thing is, Lee, I did not give myself that name. I gave myself Delilah because I cut hair mm-hmm. previously, and I thought, okay, Delilah cut Samson's hair, so there we go, perfect. <laughs> and then, but the Latina princess, I was uh, going to one of my hip-hop artist friends, asked me to perform um, at this club with them. And um, so on the flyer, he called me Delilah, the Latina princess. And so, you know, I thought, you know, I really like it. So I kept it. But um, I like I, 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 I kind of just was thrown into it. I, I think that um, I just met people in my life that when I heard the song, they're like, they said, this would be a perfect song to remix and make it into a an electronic dance song so i had known joe hertz from bogart studios many years ago Mm -hmm. he helped me with my first song and first it was a slow song then willie made into salsa and then i met up with him again just coincidentally um he was uh playing at a club and he says you know i'm doing remixes now for all of these artists so he offered to do a remix for me and that's how it started and from then I just started meeting people, and I had DJs that grabbed it and played it, and then I started with a Facebook page, Delilah Latina Princess, and more DJs, Chicago DJs hit me up, and they started requesting more. And then I and then I told Joe, I said, hey, I've got this sexy, you know, song, and he says, hey, another EDM song. So it was through a list of, of DJs I met, and it's just a really strong Latin community in Chicago and there's huge Latin clubs and, and so forth. And actually I'm on a, a Latin dance team over here in Chicago and that's how I met the first producer. So just going to the clubs and competing, I had met another DJ Prieto and he introduced mm-hmm. me to DJ Cubanito and DJ Cubanito helped promote sexy and believed did the same thing as me he, he's like you know what we do the same kind of music it's latin kind of electronic dance so basically he he said okay promoted sexy and he says the next song i'm going to do i'm going to produce and that's how party till we drop came out and that's charting at this moment right now not only in the latin charts but also in the crossover english charts so it's pretty exciting. I'm I'm really pumped about it, and you know it's just very uh, very fun to do and and meet all of these artists and so forth. So that's how it that's oh. how it transpired. 
Oh, okay. Well, that's definitely. I was wondering, like, um, are you like um performing? Um, will you be doing like performances overseas? Cause I see that your music plays, you know, in the UK and London and stuff like that. Um, any thoughts of doing some shows out there, or have you already done some? Um, I have not yet. I'm looking into. I'm my mother's from Peru, South America, so I'm mm-hmm. looking at maybe probably performing in Peru, and um, future near future would be Puerto Rico. That's not overseas, but it's over the border. But as of now, I don't. But if there's anybody that knows a UK DJ, I would love to fly out there and perform. <laughs> that would be a great goal. I, I sh- I'm. It would be a phenomenal, phenomenal opportunity for me, and I would love that. Oh, I can dig it. Yeah, I mean, because anytime you can get that extra exposure, because yeah, I, I was sitting there wondering, like, um, so I guess currently you perform like uh, domestically, because I see your your songs been you know charting pretty pretty well. So I mean, I was like, um, are you just doing like shows within like uh, the U.S. I guess currently? I, I just did. I had a slew of shows, and I am. I was- I've been so crazy busy right now. I uh, I flew into Miami and performed for the Winter Music Conference uh, for the Latin Extravaganza, and uh, I was on the radio. I, my songs on their radio station. It's on a lot of online radio stations and radio stations. And then I flew back. Before that, I performed at a club in the city, and then flew back. And then I performed in New York at another radio station. And so mm-hmm. forth. And actually, I'm getting ready to fly out to Miami to do my music video to Party Till We Drop because it is charting so much. And um, Party Till We Drop, I, I'm really excited. I'm excited about all of them. I love my bachata, and I came out with a song called Eye Candy also. And everybody, it's, everybody loves all the songs, but Party Till We Drop, it really caught a lot of my feelings and my personality because it it was a story about the love of my life at the time about how he when we went out he he would we would he would cook for me and we would eat together and we'd drink wine Mm -hmm. and then we'd go out and have fun and it's funny because at that time all of my friends were at a party celebrating her birthday and little by little they they're embarrassed to I know, but I wrote this song because of that night, which not too many people know. <laughs> so everybody will know because they're listening to your show. But little by little, they would drop to the floor because <laughs> they were drinking so much. So, but it, but it was all in fun, and you know, it was just, you know, they were like, let's trip a little bit, you know. But it was all in fun. We had such a great time that night. So that's how I came up mm-hmm. with the song. Party till we drop, and then with the music and and everything, it was pretty awesome because it was it's got that Spanish words to it, but it also has that electronic dance. And then I've been wanting to bring out some trap, and it's got a little trap and it's just a little hint, which I love. I love that industrial kind of sound too. It's a little mysterious. So I was really excited about all the changes in it and uh, I, uh, Alex Cutter-Mentes was excited because he was able to produce it, DJ Cobanito and then, mm-hmm. but then I brought it back to Chicago and uh, we mastered it at Pressure Point Studios Brian, Brian Cabby was the engineer 
And a good friend of mine, Greg DJ Vegas Vargas, I have to say his name right, it's very tricky. <laughs> he helped to master the song, kind of reconstruct it a little bit, and we just jammed it out and made it out, and it was just a huge high being in the studio and just letting our artistic flows just materialize. So, uh, so yeah, it's... It was, well, yeah, I was wondering, you made me think, when you mentioned the Little Your Light, um, how does that work out? Are they supportive or are they in the music business? Because, you know, a lot of guys, or, or you know, they get jealous and stuff like that. So, you know, how you guys, how are you guys able to, you know, deal with that? Uh, guys as far as getting jealous as far as who, did you say? Uh, you know, like when you work around, you like you're in the music entertainment. I'm sure you're around other guys. You name like producers who are males. Yeah. Oh how are you guys goodness. able to yeah deal with that? Because you know, like oh, a lot of gentlemen, yeah, they, they'll get jealous, so they won't be able to deal with their women, you know, <laughs> doing music or be considered like a sex oh symbol or anything like that. Yeah. So how you know yes. how are you guys there able to hold that together? You want yes. to help someone with this? There is a there is there is a lot of testosterone that flies up in the air, and I have to. Sometimes I have to pull back on what I believe as far as the production mm-hmm. of the song or as far as how I want it to go because unlike some people, I, I can't just say, I'm going to do what I want to do and forget you. I have to take into consider their feelings. So a lot of times I'll ask them, okay, can I do this with a song? Can I do that with a song? And mm-hmm. and sometimes they'll say, yes, go with it. Recently um, I met another producer and uh, – Goodness, <laughs> he's a Latin producer, and so he's been helping me uh, with a song. And then I met another Latin producer who actually his work is um, um, he's uh, nominated for Grammys for the Latin Grammys. And so he's like, I want to master. So you're right, there is a lot of pulling and tugging with me, but I mm-hmm. try to slow it down a little. And make sure that I t- communicate effectively with everybody and make sure that we're on the same page and that, you know, pretty much the song is what's important and getting the best quality out of it and making it a hit because everybody exactly. will benefit from it. I, I agree. I agree with that. You can't, you know what I'm saying, creativity is like one of those things. You, you got to let the creative juices flow. You see what I'm saying? You can't exactly. just go, you know, you don't want to put yes, yourself exactly. in a box. Because, you know, yeah, that's what you do. Exactly. And that's exactly what we did with Party Till We Dropped. We took it in the studio and we let our juices flow. And it just flowed. And we were, and Brian, he was so cute. He says, I'm a, you know, I'm a house dude and I'm not trapped and this. He's like, but I like this. And he just was, he just had it in him. So it was really amazing. And so now actually we're going to the studio on Monday back to Crusher Point Studios. And um, mm-hmm. we're going to be doing the remix for Party Till We Drop. And uh, Greg, DJ Vegas Vargas, is pretty much did had his hands totally on that, which he wanted. And he brought out a team with him. They're called Slash Six Masters. And um, they, are, they are responsible for this remix, which is, Pretty amazing. I don't want to give too much information. I hope it can give you a little bit of a hint. It's got, because we're from Chicago, and what is Chicago known for is house music. 
And mm-hmm. the DJs would ask me, I don't want to interview in Chicago, they say, Delilah, how, you know, can I get a house remix? Can I, do you have a house track? And I feel bad because I, you know, I don't have one. So I thought, you know, I, I love electronic dance. I love dance. I love all of it. Can we do a little bit of an underlying house groove to it? So we were able to establish that, and a foundation's born, and we've got a crazy, cool, electronic dance song with flavors of freestyle, house, a little trap, trans, and it's, it's going to be amazing. We have, I've already had some people listen to it, and they're, they say, this is awesome. So, yeah, oh, it's going to be very cool. Yeah, really cool. So, yeah, so there's a lot of but, people that they like that uh, house music. I know, like Miami uh, being one of them, Baltimore being another. Yeah. That's like another city where they, you know, they love like house music. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. New York is another one. They have this big. Uh, I forgot what it's called. This big event where they're partying for like 14, 16 hours straight. There's a party that starts at maybe like six in the evening and goes to like six or seven the next morning. Wow. Oh my god! I just. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was an EDM party, and I was just like, wow, I was sitting there watching, yeah. you know, yeah. on YouTube, you know, yeah. the party, and I was like, wow. In Miami, I went to a club, and I partied from, we got there, we were a party before, we clubbed all night long down the strip, and then we went and crossed over to Miami, went to a club, and we jammed it out till 10 the next morning, and yeah, flashing lights, EDM, people just dancing crazy, and so it's, you know, it's yeah, you're right. It can happen 12, 15 hours of just straight dance with lights going on, and it's amazing. Yeah, in 2012, did you do the um, festival? Excuse me? The festival. The festival? Yeah. Did you perform there? Oh, uh, no, I haven't. No, I haven't oh, yet. Okay. I'm just, you know, I've been, I, I started with my first song, about three years ago, and uh, my first electronic dance song was two years ago, and every song I do, it seems like people thank, I'm, thank all the DJs for really putting me out there and promoting me, that I'm starting getting more popular. Mm-hmm. So, definitely, I, I have, I actually have been asked to be on a world so a kind of a, a world benefit group. It's a, they, they travel around the world and they benefit little kids through music. And they asked me, me to be on this team to help collaborate, to write a song for it and help with this, with these kids and so forth. So I've been able to do a few different things that I wouldn't think I would be doing, which is, pretty great for me, which I like. <laughs> Gets me out there, and I enjoy helping people. I feel, you know, the more people you meet, the better The better chances are that you'll, you never know, you might meet somebody that you'll work with at some point. Mm-hmm. So, and my, I, I'll be... Also coming out with my album too, hopefully soon. I'm almost done with that. They're going back into the studio. I have I'm probably one or two songs shy, and I'm working on that to 
produce my to produce my album, my first album. So DLP production. Oh, okay. That's your thing. Yeah, and then I'm probably gonna do more salsa too with this new producer I met. I'm gonna be coming out with a couple more bachatas. Do you know what a bachata is, by the way? Bachata. Uh huh. Tell our listeners about it. Uh, bachata is it's a different style of dance. It's on a four beat, so you dance it different than it's kind of like if you think of of dancing, think of hip hop dancing. You could think of polka. So in Latin, there's a different styles of dance also. You have the salsa, you have the cumbia, you have the bachata. So a bachata is a different style of dance, and they have the music that goes on with it. A famous person that's crossing over is, let's say, Prince Royce. He's a bachata singer. So my song that I'm coming out with is also crossover. It's English and Spanish, and some are going to be all Spanish in the bachata style. So it's a very romantic dance. It's a very romantic song, and uh, I love romance and to be romantic, and I love the dance. So it's I just met this producer, and um, I'm really pumped about it. Pumped about working with him. Oh, most definitely. I, I definitely would say you know go for it. Um, is there any um? certain producers that you'd uh, like to work with that maybe you haven't, or, or do you just uh, basically look, look for, like, uh, new and, un, um, you know, just new new uh, producers or, or new Is artists? There any produce, How does that work? Do you say producer artists? Yeah, producers um, or maybe artists that you'd like to get a chance to work with that maybe you haven't already. Yeah, I, uh, producers, hmm, the producer that I'm working with now, I'm very hmm. excited to work with him. I love Mark Antony. Mark Anthony would be a person, an artist I would love to work with. He's amazing. Another one, Prince Royce. Who doesn't love Prince Royce? He's very cool, too. And and who doesn't love Pitbull? Pitbull's amazing, too. So I would say those three. However, I, I do love the artists that I perform with now. Demo Lyrics, who they done a really awesome track with Sexy. And I have with uh, my new song, my new song still coming out. I have uh, um, Billy Crespo. He's going to be doing the coros on it. And mm-hmm. I do love his style along with it. And Chino Moreno, he's producing that also. And I love his style. So I, even though they're not as popular as everybody out there are well known, there's so many talented people that the world doesn't know about. So, and I, you know, I, I find it an honor to work with the people that I have worked with, and, and I'm looking forward to working with new people. So, yeah. but Lee, did oh, you know that definitely. I am also um, on a dance team too? You are? What's the name, what's the name of the dance team? <laughs> the name of the dance team is Kaya Latina. And uh, the okay, can you spell that? Because I'm, you know, you lost me, so you probably lost someone. I said, can you? Yeah, how do you spell that? Like, say somebody wanted to see the dance team, how would they, you know, know where that? Okay, Calle Latina spelled C A L L E, and Uh Latina. Hold on, let me get a pen. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say out loud? C A L L. Okay, go ahead. I'm just for the listeners, uh, you know, because they want to, they want to know. Okay, it's C A L L E, 
And the second word is Latina, L-A-T-I-N-A. Our coaches are. Oh, okay, I'm going to look it up. I mean, um, okay. the, the listeners, y'all can go and look it up right now, you know, anytime you want to. And, um, you know, and, and see this this great dancing. I mean, um, well, we yeah. Actually, we, actually, we actually perform. We compete. We're, co- we're a competition uh, performance team. And we competed last year at the World Summit in Miami, and we took first place, or we took second place, sorry. We wish we took first, but we took second place in salsa. We took second place in the bachata, pro-am, mm-hmm. both pro-am division. And then we took second place in the world's large team division. So it was our first time competing as a team, and we are very happy about that. Our coach, he's a ballet player, he used to dance in for the Nutcracker in New York, and he's an extremely talented dancer. So he's our coach, mm-hmm. and probably my salsa will be, when I do the music video, will be geared towards experiences being on the dance team and more towards that focus of the Latin dance. So we'll see a little bit of uh, me Latin dancing on some of the music videos. Oh, you, we will, will we? <laughs> Well, that's great. I mean, you know, like, you know, um, that's great. I, I love when I see, you know, the people the South South. You know, I was gonna take up some lessons, but you know, uh, didn't work out for me. But, but yeah, I think that's amazing. You know, you got a lot going on—the dancing, the music. You know, the, the, yeah. do you um all do you also put out um your albums in uh Spanish, you know, as well as uh, English? Yeah, I do. I have uh, I have my cumbia that's all in Spanish, and. Mm-hmm. I'm coming out with another. Uh, my I have three Spanish songs: a salsa that's Spanish, and then a bachata that's English and Spanish, and then a cumbia that's all Spanish. But I am going to be coming out more with just Latin music. Wow! Yeah, because yeah, now they do like the Latin, <laughs> you know, the Latin music. Man, you know, it, Latin music is really blowing up. So. That that's a yeah, that's definitely is. a good thing. You're in a position to do both, so I think that's I yeah, think that's amazing. Yeah. You can do the American side as well as the Latin, and you know, and, and I really think yeah. be accepted in both you know both genres and both you know, yeah, the music it's, and it's, everything. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a great people. It's a Latin dance. Anybody can do it. You just have to take your time. You know, can't per, expect perfection right away. That takes. A little bit of time. Some get it easier than others, sooner than others. But anybody can Latin dance, and anybody can dance. So I just I try to stay positive. One of my songs that I'm working on now—it's my surprise song that I'm not putting out. I'm not releasing till after my album is out. That one's a little bit of a darker one, and a little bit mm-hmm. not as bright and positive. But it's realistic of what's happening in the world today. So. That one, I'll give you. You are scared to put something like that out because you know a lot of people they they tiptoe. You know what's happening in the world. A lot of people, you know, tiptoe around the the issues. You know that that are because you know this whole politically correct society. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to be so politically correct and so scared to say the the wrong thing. You know. Well, you you are you are so right on point. I debated so much with that song. I I wrote that song and I debated to, to approach it two different ways. I thought. Should I approach it as kind of like uh, the victim or should I approach it as the person that accepts it and conquers it? So I, mm, I like that. That's a tough <laughs> one. I, I say put out two versions. 
once you be the victim, you, you know what I mean? I put out two versions. That's that's a hot idea. Yeah, that is hot. You, you, <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? If you need somebody to mask around in the um in the video in a loincloth, just give me a call because I, I don't mind, you know? <laughs> okay, I, I got your number, Lee. I will call you for sure. Oh, okay. I, I mean, listen to the call. Like, wait a minute. Don't, you know, don't, <laughs> I, I call you now. Don't, don't have me waiting on the side. I'm like, wait a minute. That video came out. I didn't, you know. I didn't get my cameo or anything. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I was going to ask you, Delilah. People... Yeah. Delilah, real quick. Um, I see there's another girl on here that's named Delilah. Do you get do people mix you up a lot or no? You know Her what? name and is just Delilah. I, another thing, you, guys are, you guys are so on point, I, I tell you. And that's the re- one of the reasons why I decided to keep a Latina princess because there are so many Delilahs, and I've Googled myself many, t- myself many times because a lot of times when I Google, I find that I'm charting here, ranking there, so many more things about myself. And then I'll keep going, and I'm like, okay, there's the group Delilah. There's a singer, three singers Delilah. There's one over here Delilah. There's the porn star Delilah, you know? <laughs> and so I thought, okay, I don't want to be – I want to be distinguished. And so when I decided to – that's how I decided to keep this uh, Latino princess. And and what little girl doesn't grow up with her father telling her she's a princess? So, and yeah, I thought, well, Latina's, right, I thought Latina's good and everything. I'd say, but my mom, I, I have a story. My mom, when I was little, she, one day I was, so I was like probably five years old, six years old. And she told me, she was like, oh, you're my little, because my mom's from, we're from Peru, South America. And we're Inca Indian. So my mom says, oh, you're Inca Indian princess. So believe, I believed her. <laughs> I went to school and I'm like, guess what, guys? I'm an Inca princess. And they looked at me and they're like, well, where's your clothes? And I felt so bad. I came home like, mom, I'm not a princess. <laughs> oh, that is such a. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna call my mom after the show. That that was a good story. I like that. Was you and your mom clothes? Yeah, oh, she's so, I love my mama so much. In fact, um, I uh, I love her so much. And I, I, there is, there was, actually in the 1930s, there was a lady that sang a five-octave range from Peru, and she called herself mm-hmm. the Inca the Inca Princess. And she was on, uh, she was on, gosh, what was she on, the Dave Letterman show also. What? So, yeah, and I actually am having a jewelry designer make the crown like hers. It's a Inca, Inca Indian princess crown, and I've seen it out. It's it's really beautiful. So, but that's how I got it. That was a really good question because there are so many Delilahs out there, and I thought, should I keep it? Should yeah, I? Yeah, I think name? that distinguishes you. Just just that adding on the Latina princess. I have not seen another one of you. You see what I'm saying? But if you say right. Delilah, you don't know which Delilah it is. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Exactly. That is so true. So yeah, you just you just anywhere. basically branded yourself. You know what I mean? So that's a that's a yeah. that that's a good thing. You know what I mean? It's true because it gives clarity to actually what I do too. It's like oh, she's Latina, you know, and so it's, you know she's princess, so she holds herself, herself up pretty high standards and everything. So it it just works out. And now, when, like, do you have any live shows coming up? Because I would, like, love to attend an EDM event. I've never been, you know, my coach, Jaguar's been, you know, him and his boyfriend go all the time. But, you know, me and my, I've never attended one. So, like, where's your next event? Maybe I could, you know, check it out. 
Um, I, it's in the it's in the works right now. It's uh, going to be a Windy City event, and there's going to be a lot of bands. And Lalo's is going to be there, and I love Lalo's. They're the best margaritas. But it's in the works right now. I don't have the flyers out, so I can't really say yet. It's going to be in August, and it's going to be a lot of bands. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I'm going to be getting a band for me to play my Latin songs, and then I will switch over to the EDM. So. That's it. But I will definitely um, hit you up and give you the info on it, and I would love for you to come. Yeah, definitely do that because um, you know, you said you're gonna get a band together, or you, you have a band, or yeah, what, what yeah. was that about a band? When I went to New York, I met my producer. He's like, he says, you know, he's like this guy over here. He he could get he, they, these instruments. They could just do anything. So I got. Already, I've talked to some musicians in Chicago, and I will have a band for my for my Latin music for when I perform, which will be wonderful. And I'll probably do a tribute to Selena, also because I love well Selena. I love Selena. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I think that'll be awesome. And if you need some help with that band, let me you know because I'm musically inclined. So if you need like a, a, a tambourine player, you know what I mean. I, I'm your man. Okay. Well, like someone to play the maracas. Better come down and play the tambourine because I'm gonna need one. I'm telling you, you know, then you're like, man, all I ask, all I ask for, and I don't think it's too much to ask. Just let me get a solo. That's it. Just like a thirty second, you know, tambourine solo. A thirty second. That's all you get. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just let me get a tambourine you solo, you and I'm cool. Back away and let you have the mic and just have at it. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, I'm down. You know what I'm saying? Perfect. Okay, great. Call me when you're in town. We're gonna hook it up. Okay, I'm. I'm you know what I mean? Okay, don't don't let me down. You you know what I mean? Don't Barnell not. heal me now. I call you like. <laughs> I will not. Don't Barnell heal down. me. I call you like. Oh, you in Chicago? Uh, <laughs> no, damn. And if you was in Chicago, you'd be in the band. <laughs> Find you on social media. You know, is it a web? Hey, well, yeah. If you Google me, you find everything. But if you want to, www.facebook.com and it's Delilah D E L I L A H Latina Princess. And SoundCloud, I have a SoundCloud account with it, which has all of my songs, and that mm-hmm. is www.soundcloud.com. That's Delilah, D-E-L-I-L-A-H, dash, Latina, dash, princess, dash, one. My Twitter is style, S-T-Y-L, three, Issa, I-S-T-A. And I have a Reverb Nation, um, that's www.reverbnation.com, Delilah, Latina, princess. You can purchase my music on iTunes, Beatport, any place I've got over, I'm on over 65 stores where you can purchase my music, and you'll love it. It's wonderful music. You can check it out. Check me out. My photos are up. I have a couple music videos out. Feels so good. I'm on YouTube, Delilah Latina Princess. Sexy, my official video out, and pretty soon I'll have uh, in July my party till we drop official music video out. 
Yeah. <laughs> you just watched the video, like doing the show, like. <laughs> well, why, why, why weren't you doing your research, Jeff? Why am I doing your research? Which video did you watch? Which video did you watch? I forgot we wanted to hear. Uh, go, go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Sexy, it was fun. I hired a, a body painter to body paint. He actually won the Hair Wars competition. And I hired him to body paint me and a model. A friend of mine has a, her friend was a model, so. He said he'd be in it, so he body painted the both of us in that music video. Yeah, and the, you can uh, check it out. <laughs> it's called. Sexy. I like the picture with the um. You got some type of like a yellow or or yellow leather type looking yeah, thing. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was a great, taken, great, great picture set right there. <laughs> thank you. That was taken on the uh, in um in Chicago on the beach, uh, North Ave yeah, Beach actually. Well, we'll beach. That was. I was wondering what beach that was. It was. It was yeah, that was. Yeah, North Ave Beach, and I'm hoping when I do the the music video for Party Pilly Drop, I'm hoping to do it on the beach in Miami. But we're gonna do a lot of different location settings for that one. Oh man, well I'm excited for you. Like it seems like this thing's gonna Thank take you. off. You know what I mean? Like uh, I'm so you know, like, you, like your, your music's definitely getting the buzz. You know, you're, yeah, you're definitely, definitely doing some, some amazing things. Like what what's next for the Lada, the Latino princess? Like you know, what can we expect in the next year or two? Like what, what you know, what can we expect oh, to wow. see out here? Yeah. Oh gosh, for the next year or two, goodness, I'm like. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, um, I definitely, uh, the producer, I'm going to go to the Latin Grammys and we're going to produce some music. You never know, I I would like to, you know, get maybe a little bit, chart a little bit more. Um, uh, I definitely would want to perform overseas, as we said, that my album will be coming out and my remix is going to be amazing. I can't wait for that to come out. I definitely want to do some EDM shows. I, I talking to somebody about costuming and I, I have dances in my show so I definitely want to put out some really great shows in the you future, promote you my album too. more, travel do more radio have more concerts, meet more people and more people to get to know about me personally and through my music and experience it, enjoy it be on the radio, on radio stations and more online and get the opportunity to meet more DJs. Stay on the ground, um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like you guys. You guys are great. It's fun. <laughs> oh, please, we like to try to keep it fun. We definitely thank you for being a part of the show. We got we have some of your music, too. Um, We want to play it now, so you, you want to introduce that song with, you know, oh, that I song. we'll take a break and we'll come back first? and, uh, you know, close yeah, up. Yeah, definitely. Definitely can take a shout-out. Okay, all right. I just want to send a shout-out to everybody that's helped me. That's um, Bogart Studios, Joe Hurt, DJ um, Cupanito, Alex Carmentes, Bob Jumpers, um, DJ Prieto. I want to shout-out to Willie Torres, to uh, Chino Moreno. Shout-out to Greg DJ Vegas Vargas, Brian Cabby. And that's, I think I, I, think I hit them all. <laughs> Okay, well, introduce your song so we can let the listeners hear, and we'll take a quick break, then we'll come back and we'll wrap up. So, um, okay, is this party, yeah, is this introduce party the song for the people, and then that way, 
you know, okay. you can let them get a, a first-hand listen to it right here, right now. All right, great. So take a listen to, here's my song coming up, The Lila Latina Princess Party, to we drop. Oh, okay, there it is. And remember, you guys, you heard it here first, The Lila Latin Prayer Party, to we drop. Uh, y'all keep it locked. We're going to take a quick pause for the calls. Check this song up. We'll be right back. It's almost Famous Friday. It's Real Talk with me. Howdy.
following a basketball phenom's life from abuse to glory. Basketball represented an escape for Dwight Slaughter, so much so that he wrote it all the way to notoriety. Inner City Strength is Slaughter's riveting story. Slaughter graduated from Verbum Day High School in Watts, a school with one of the top ten most successful basketball teams of all time. In 1972, Dwight Slaughter was voted number one high school player in the country by Sports Magazine. Slaughter was interviewed by sports reporter legend Howard Cosell on his popular show Sports Beat and in his book I Never Played the Game. 
60 Minutes anchor Morley Schaefer, John Chancellor from World News Nightly, ESPN, and Sports Illustrated named Slaughter one of the top 100 basketball players in the state of California. Slaughter's gripping memoir takes the reader into his personal life of abuse, betrayal, and murder. Get his book now on Amazon, iTunes, and Barnes & Noble, Inner City Strength. All right, we're back. Almost famous Fridays here on Real Talk with Levy. Still got the lot of the Latina princess in the building. Uh, you know, Jaguar still in the building. You know what I mean? So, you know, yeah, the uh, lot man, we want to thank you so much for being a part of the show, man. Um, oh, oh thank definitely you shout so out to much. your publicist, man. Blast, Al, I think it's Geiner, or how do you pronounce it? Al Geiner, my PR guy, love him to death. I just want to thank him for introducing me, guys, and hooking it up. He's just an awesome guy and just making it making it happen for me. So awesome, Al Geiner. Oh, okay, for sure, man. So yeah, man. Like, uh, and you, we got to stay in touch. Like when you do like live event or something like that, you got to have the. Cause now we do live interviews. Oh, for the listeners, man, we're gonna be on location. We're heading to Fashion Week. You know, over the weekend we'll, nice. we'll be we're gonna be live in the building on the red carpet. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's these big things are happening over here at the show. You know what I mean? So oh, man, we're going to be right there now. We're going to give you guys that live footage. You know what I'm saying? Jaguar will probably yeah. have on a dress. You know, we're going to try to get him on the <laughs> runway. You know, oh, we're going to see what we can do. You, you know what I mean? Well, so, well, so, I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it won't be anything unusual for us for us over here in Chicago, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I didn't know that was unusual, you know, because like, like I said, hey, we, you know, we've been friends since third grade. I knew he was gay since we were in sixth, so I just accept it. You know what I mean? It's not a big yeah. thing. <laughs> so, yeah, hey, Delilah, so have, tell people have, again, like, how to connect with you, we... give them your websites and stuff like that, you know what I mean, before we wrap up and, you know, give them, you know, all your information on how to contact you and stuff, or maybe someone's listening, they may want to get you on their show or anything like that. Tell them how to contact you. Yeah, definitely. Um, to give them the contacts? Yeah, yeah, give me your contact or email. I, would, I wouldn't give out my personal, you know, don't, yeah, don't drop yeah. your personal number. You'll have weirdos calling, me being one of them. I, I mean, um, you'll have, like, strange people email? calling you up. So I wouldn't put, like, my personal number out here. But, like, if you have an email address or something like that, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> social yeah. media, yeah, I would give them that. That's a good idea. Just okay, um. Actually, you know, my, my artist one is uh, Delilah, D-E-L-I-L-A-H, Latina, L-A-T-I-N-A, princess, at yahoo.com. So it's Delilah Latina Princess at yahoo.com. And they can just email me if they want me to be on their show or they have shows for me if they want me to perform at their events or whatever, that they can contact me through that email. Oh, okay, great. And if anyone listening wants to hang outside in the bushes to make sure you get home safe tonight, should they email you too? Or I'm sorry, I'm having a little hard time. Over here <laughs> she quiet, like, uh, I don't think they should email. <laughs> man, well, man, we thank you again. We had such a good time on the show again today, man. Um, you want to add anything to, so to Jaguar before we go? You gonna say your little saying or anything? Yeah, um, thank you so much. Have so much fun. Jay, you did? Yeah, I had fun with the you want to add anything before we get out the building? Um, peace over everything, God above everything. Peace over anything, God above everything. We'll see yeah. y'all tomorrow. 
Awesome. Oh, okay, well, hold, hold the line for us real quick. The line, uh, yeah, we're going to have to be always be on the positive note. Um, almost very Friday, y'all come back Money Money Making Mondays. Y'all check with us at, 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 uh, at, that, at that Fashion Week event that's going to be uh, the Georgia Fashion awesome. Week. You know what I mean? That's going down over the weekend. We'll be out there in the building, red carpet access. You know what I mean? We're going to give you all the updates from celebrities, you know. And you know, you never know what to expect with us. So, as always, I like to leave on a positive note and give y'all some words of encouragement. So, <clears throat> the family that blaze together stays together. And remember, Absolutely. don't smoke it all in one place. We out the building. I holler. <laughs> Lady that can own the night, angel in the dress, blessing in disguise. When hearts connect, you can see it in the eyes. No metaphor for your aura, baby, you got it. In your love bank, let me make a deposit. Give you my time for I give you my wallet. Give you the world just cause you deserve it. Never have I seen a picture so perfect. Go girl, work it, work out just to look good. Timeless smile plus cook good. Until the reaper comes, you riding for the castle. Really don't mind hoes who hassle. But when war come, ready for battle. I see ya, mama mia, humble diva. Don't do songs, but known for her features. Got so much clash, your ass should've been a teacher. Make a nigga really wanna bring a preacher to meet you, girl. Just in your cold eyes. I thought I'd let you know. I thought I'd let you know. Just in your cold eyes. Don't lose control. Don't lose control. Just in your cold eyes. I thought I'd let you know. Goddamn, the code is ice. Don't lose control. Don't lose control. Uh, when the rain it pours, baby girl, when the rain it pours. So how about we go to a place where it don't rain no more? Yeah, you and me. Uh, when the rain it pours, baby girl, when the rain it pours. So how about we go to a place where it don't rain no more? Yeah, you and me. Uh, let me take you to eternal bliss She said she wanted more than less She wanted happiness, security Embrace the insecurity, sick of lanes So she said the cure was me, I feel it It's cool girl, you rocking with the finest To make them like this, you have to redefine science Never go against our reliance Let's take a trip to an island or the pina coladas Laugh about to come up when the sun go down We fucking turn the sun up, it's nothing, just me and you Told me her sex was a weapon, turned around, hit me with a 22 like Don't lose control. Don't lose control.